You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Thank you for joining us on Easy's Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. When we want to know how our kids are doing, I love to turn to Kareem Edwards, Vice President of Resource Development for Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County. How are you, Kareem? Ellen, I am doing wonderful now that I hear your voice. Oh, you're so sweet. I know it's been difficult to get together face to face. I never expected that at this point we would still be talking about social distancing and wearing masks, but the pandemic has continued to evolve. We have the Delta variant, and we also are living in the hot spot in the country. So we're still taking precautions, and I keep thinking about your kids at Boys and Girls Clubs and how they're getting along. I mean, we really thought that things would be back to normal. They'd be back in school. They'd be back at the club. Where are things standing for you? Well, let's roll back a little bit, back to the summer. At the beginning of the summer, things were starting to normalize. Our clubs were open. We had a plan for the summer, which was to help our kids, one, have the best summer ever, and two, prepare them to return to school this fall. As the summer crept on by, Delta variant started to rear its ugly head here in South Florida. And of course, that reinstituted all of the precautions. The anxiety level for our kids was at a fever pitch once again. But as they have impressed us before this point, up to this point, our kids continue to show resilience. They continue to show flexibility in spite of the fact that they're a little bit anxious about things because there's so many things happening beyond their control. I will tell you, I credit a lot of that resilience and flexibility to how you have helped to raise the kids at Boys and Girls Clubs, kind of as a second parent, you know, or a third parent, Um, you know, when they would go to you every day and you taught them not just with homework help and nutrition guidance, but about being good citizens and Mm -hmm. teaching them that resilience and the flexibility. What are some of the anxieties they talk about to you? The anxieties really just center around the lack of control and lack of ability to predict. Pre-COVID, there were some things that were standard. You went to school at a certain time for five days a week, and then you came home, and that was school. Or you went to the club certain time of day, five days a week, and sometime on Saturdays, and that was the standard. But then with COVID, well, you stay home to go to school. Well, you go to the club during the daytime. Well, there's no club on Saturday. Everything just kind of got turned around with this whole virtual, non-virtual, live versus recorded All of these things just completely disrupted their patterns, as well as their eating schedules. Many of our kids ate healthy meals at school and at the club. So all of those things were taken away. As a result, they just, they have anxiety because they don't know what's around the corner. 
So one of the things that we did this summer in all of our clubs was to try to institute things where they demonstrated their control. We introduced them to tabletop croquet, but they not only assembled the boards, but they taught each other the rules of how you play tabletop croquet. We had a book giveaway, but they went online to a virtual book vending machine, purchased the books that they wanted to read and ordered those books and they were shipped directly to them. They had a drone demonstration where the city of Fort Lauderdale gave each of our members a drone that they can control. So we tried to give them things that they could do to demonstrate control over some things. We even made our schedule more flexible. It used to be standard. If you're coming in the summer, you had to be here by 10. You had to stay until 4. We relaxed those rules. Come when you want to. A lot of our kids were going to summer school in the daytime, so they didn't get to the club until 11, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So we gave them opportunities to exercise a level of control, at least over components of their lives. And you could see an increase in morale, a short decrease in anxiety, but they're still gaining that ability to control some things. I tell you, we could use an adults club for that same sort of thing. (laughs) Because, you know, the parents and and adults are going through the same sort of anxiety. You know, we hear, okay, you'll be back in the office as of this date. And then next thing there's an email. Okay, well, we're pushing it back another month, another two months. And then you get an email that someone in the office has been diagnosed with COVID. Of course, they can't tell you who. Exactly. So, you know, everyone has this underlying lying. It's it's a low-level anxiety that's there constantly. So mm-hmm. what you're doing with giving control, that that's such great advice that I'm sharing it with our adults now. You know, <laughs> that, that anything that you can do both for yourself and for your yep. children and parents yep. and family members to gain a little bit of control over your life will help. How are the kids handling masking requirements at the clubs? Are there requirements? There are masking requirements. We have strict CDC protocol that we adhere to. So our members are required to wear their mask in the club. Uh, they are required to uh, demonstrate social distancing. And we're observing the three-foot rule, as well as we have hand sanitizer about every three feet you walk in the club. There's hand sanitizer all over the place. And the fortunate thing is that Uh, They've become accustomed to it. It's almost routine now. We've been doing it so long. No one shares pool sticks anymore. You're hard-pressed to find someone even share a pencil or a pen. So art supplies, each child has their own individual set. So all of those things, fortunately, we've been practicing for quite some time. And although we thought we were going to ease up and we sort of eased up for a short period of time, it wasn't long. So they didn't lose the routine and uh, they're still receptive to it and they're still actively observing those requirements. And especially with this, you know, not sharing thing, when you talk about supplies, it becomes even more important to have more donations so each child can have their own supplies. And we weren't able to do our normal going out to Office Depot like we've done every year and having Mm -hmm. people come Mm -hmm. and make donations. So with the Dunn's Run 25th anniversary, Dunn's Run Mm -hmm. on October 3rd, so we're just three weeks Mm -hmm. away, that's an opportunity where I really want to encourage our listeners, first of all, to participate and support. Mm -hmm. Remember that just by signing up, you're helping because everything benefits. 
Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward, but it is outdoors. You will have a tent and there is an opportunity to bring school supplies to you at the 25th annual Dunn's Run. Absolutely. And this one, tell me, it's a really unusual year. We lost both Jim Dunn and Rick Case, who was the title sponsor of Dunn's Run, in one year. And those are two of your biggest supporters. And, you know, my heart goes out to the families. And fortunately, they're both so involved with Boys and Girls Clubs that they're continuing to work with you and do things to benefit you. So tell me what you expect on Jim's run, the 25th anniversary, Dunn's run, October 3rd. Well, first of all, let me reiterate, you said uh, something about the heart, and you described both of them as supporters. I would say they were both raving fans of the Boys and Girls Club. I have fond memories of Mr. Dunn. I think one of the joys that he got from Dunn's run is after the race, he would take the race t-shirt, go and get it framed, take it to the Moran Club to have it hung in the lobby where we have uh-huh. all of the shirts on display. And he just got so much joy out of that. Uh, we can't say enough about how much both he and Rick provided support for our organizations in so many different ways. They led the charge, both in person, giving of their time, of their financial resources, and what's most important, their families are involved. So even though the two of them are no longer with us, their families are keeping up the legacy in their honor. So we're very fortunate to have had their support, and we're very fortunate that their families are keeping up the legacy. So as you said, this is the 25th annual Dunn's Run, and uh, we've coined the phrase, Run for Jim. It is a socially distanced event. 100% of proceeds go back to the Boys and Girls Club. It's at a great venue near the pier in uh, Deerfield Beach. That morning is usually one of the most beautiful sunrises of the year, and we just hope everyone signs up to walk, to run, either live and in person or virtually. And uh, don't forget, we also have a kids' fun run as well. And then there's also the auction. You know, you can never talk about Dunn's Run without mentioning the auction because they get Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. most amazing things and organizations and corporations who donate fantastic prizes that people can bid on. And there again, proceeds all going to keep the Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County running. Any yes, any secrets or tips on what is in the auction this year? I am not privy to tell, but there is always a great selection of both trips. Of course, uh, Dunn's Run is involved, so there will be some nice jewelry pieces. And then other various meal packages, dinner packages, and things of that nature. So there'll be a wide variety of items that folks can usually acquire at a discounted price. But again, all proceeds go to benefit our kids and our clubs. And it's very easy to sign up. You just go to dunsrun.com, D-U-N-N-S run.com. And I know there are people who will be very happy about the virtual option. It all depends on your personal availability, for one thing. You know, virtual does give you more of a window of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning. But like you said, that sunrise, (laughs) there are few things as beautiful as a morning sunrise over the beach in 
Deerfield Beach in South Florida. So, of course, we encourage people to participate in any way you can. If someone wants to make a donation for school supplies and they can't make it to the run in person and bring school supplies and drop them off at the Boys and Girls Club's tent, what's another way for them to support you? They can actually make a donation right on the Duns Run page. If you go to dunsrun.com, there's a tab at the top, a donation tab, and they're welcome to make a donation online directly through the Duns Run website. If I remember correctly, when you are given financial donations, that enables you to purchase actually more supplies because you can buy in bulk and you get charity discounts, etc., Exactly. It provides the flexibility and it's portable. Someone could bring us a truckload of pencils, but we needed a truckload of paper. But if you provide the financial support, it gives us the flexibility to purchase the items that are needed. And it also gives us the time flexibility if we have all the pencils that we need now, but by November when kids are starting to take their term exams, we need to buy more pencils or more paper or something. Then we have a fund to pull from to sort of refurbish the supplies. Okay. So really the easiest thing is to make a financial donation, which you can do either by hitting that donation tab at dunsrun.com, or you can support a team and make a donation to a team or an individual or you can sign up for the run yourself and all of those proceeds also go to Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County. And, you know, you need it more than ever right now. We know that everyone is struggling in some way, whether it's just, like you say, with the anxiety or trying to stay safe. And the more we can do to help our kids and guarantee their security, guarantee they have the supplies they need and can continue to participate with the clubs, the stronger they will be. And then they bring that strength home and it helps the whole family. As a unit, they become stronger. Ellen, if you let me just sort of paint the picture, if you picture it for the last three years, this is the third school year that our kids will experience that has been adversely impacted or disrupted by COVID. When they initially left school due to COVID, that was in March of 2019, they left for spring break. And in essence, they went on spring break and never really went back to school in the normal way. So this fall was an opportunity to go back school in a normal fashion. So they've been without school supplies for just about a year and a half, going on two years. In addition to that, everything that they've learned has been what the schools are calling maintenance learning. They haven't really introduced new material. They've really just been reinforcing what they had learned before they left school. So on average, our kids are between five to seven months behind in reading and math. What that means is there's no time to waste. So they can't afford to go without school supplies this year when school starts. They can't afford to go without homework help and that time and opportunity and other resources needed to do their homework. So the clubs are more important to our kids now probably than they've ever been for the academic component, for the stability, for the social and emotional support, for the opportunity to just be around other kids and the peer encouragement. So there's so many reasons for our clubs to be supported right now that is probably more important to support 
our clubs this year than it has ever been. As you know, I'm as big a fan of the clubs as... I was going to say, you you know our work better than anyone, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you for your undying support and enthusiasm for our kids and for our programs. And what you've done also is connected up with other organizations and individuals who care just as much. So I rank you, Ellen, and Cox Media family right up there with Rick and Jim and some of our other great supporters. So thank you all so much. Well, thank you, but I give you and all of your staff at Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County the credit because what you do is why we are so compelled to support you. It's seeing the kids smiling, seeing kids who look at their futures as unlimited. They've been taken out of what would normally be a situation of lack and feeling like they can't accomplish things to a viewpoint where they know they can do anything they try to do, and Boys and Girls Clubs will support those dreams and help make them come true. We appreciate it. We love you guys, love your kids, and I'm going to ask all of our audience members to share some of the love with Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County, however you choose to do it. Just go to dunsrun.com. Whether you want to make a donation, whether you want to show up in person, whether you want to run virtually or support someone who is running or donate something for the auction, everything helps. And when a community comes together, that's where we see the successes. October 3rd. Deerfield Beach. The race starts at 7 a.m. Deerfield Beach. Uh, right there at the main beach parking lot is a starting line. It's a beautiful race course that does go down the beach line for a part of it. It's just a, a beautiful time, a beautiful day. The kids run starts at 8 a.m. right after the 5K walk run. And of course, if you're uh, participating virtually, you have a bit of flexibility. But please join. Social distancing will be in order, all the necessary precautions for safety. But again, it is outdoors and uh, all proceeds benefit the Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County. And again, 25th annual. It's Run for Jim and also in honor of Rick Case, two of your biggest supporters. So, Kareem, you're the biggest supporter of all. You are the man who drives things for Boys and Girls Clubs of Broward County. Thank you. Vice President of Resource Development, Kareem Edwards. Please go to dunsrun.com or visit easy931miami.com. We have the links up on our events listing as well. Kareem, we'll see you on the 3rd. Sounds like a plan. See you there. Thanks so much, Ellen. Thank you. For our next segment of Easy's Community Focus, we're getting a little bit of a head start on Hispanic Heritage Month, which officially begins this Wednesday, September 15th, and runs through October 15th. Throughout the month, there will be many events. We, of course, will be honoring many people of Hispanic heritage, and it happens that one of the people we have on our list is also on the list for the Broward County Library. To tell us more about it, I'm happy to welcome the Community Library manager at the Lauderdale Lakes branch and a published author herself, Freda Mosquera. Thank you for talking to us today, Freda. Ellen, thank you. Thank you for this invitation on behalf of Broward County Library. I am so pleased to be here with you today. Thank you for this conversation. I always love talking to anyone at the library because you have evolved into so much more than just a place to check out books. 
I'm particularly excited because you have this whole range of events coming up during Hispanic Heritage Month. And to really kick things off, you have managed to get Don Miguel Ruiz to do a Facebook Live with you. Yes, we are so fortunate that we are going to have him for our Hispanic Heritage Month celebration. He's our guest of honor, and we are very, very pleased. We are excited. We are planning to have two conversations with him from California, and these events are going to be broadcast Facebook Live. So all readers and fans can listen to him and see him and chat with him. These beautiful events will take place on September 16 and September 17. And we are planning to have two events. One is going to be in Spanish and the second one on Friday will be in English. They will be at 2 p.m. Okay. And it's really fascinating. His background, you know, he was born in Mexico and I just learned myself that he had actually gone to medical school and was a practicing neurosurgeon. And what turned him around to being an author of spiritual books was a near-fatal car crash. It changed everything in his life, and I'm sure he'll talk about that. And I know most people know him from the book The Four Agreements, which is be impeccable with your word, don't take anything Mm -hmm. personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. And boy, I need to remind myself of those things all the time. But he has another new series out as well. Do you know if he'll be discussing his mystery school series? Yes, yes. We have his books at the library. We have print versions of his books and we have also digital copies of his books. So people can continue looking for answers on his books. And now we have this great opportunity to introduce our customers and all the participants that that will attend the event to his new books, The Actor, El Actor. Uh, These books are published by Urano Publishing, and the book is published in English, and there is also a Spanish version. And then the second book on this series is Eros. This series is called The School of Mysteries, Escuela de Misterios. So in these books, Don Miguel Luis will continue sharing with us the wisdom from his ancestors. And then he's proposing that we will see ourselves as actors, you know, and, and actresses that we are playing a role in life, but we have the opportunity to change that role. That's the school of mysteries. That is going to be fascinating. Will people who are watching on Facebook Live have the opportunity to ask him questions? Yes, we wanted to make it very interactive. We are going to have the chat open and he will be answering questions during the conversation. That's one of the main objectives of the conversation is that the readers and his fans can ask questions and he can answer them. The second book, Eros, is is very interesting. It's about unconditional love. And it's a new perspective about love as a major force. It is. And, you know, I immediately think of pets because to me, they are the ultimate in unconditional love. A dog or a cat that is your pet, 
As long as you're feeding that animal, they love you. They don't care if you're fat or thin or if you have pimples or what your job is. They love you unconditionally. And it's something that I keep saying people can learn from pets that way. And obviously, yeah, yeah he'll have his own Definitely. take on that. This is going to be a changed life experience because any time that I had seen Don Miguel, that I had listened to him, he changed us. He has a very unusual perspective of seeing things. And after you listen to him, then he has been changing the life of many, many readers around the world. Obviously, you've read his books as someone who is both a published author and working at the library. What is it like for you to have the opportunity to moderate this event with him? Ellen, I am I am so excited. I am <laughs> I like am you're busting I to let it feel out. <laughs> honored. This year, yes, um you know, we have been going through so many things due to the pandemic, but all of the sudden the pandemic have opened some opportunities because we were more open to offer virtual events than we were in the past. So all these opportunities came, and it was precisely, I believe, in his case too, because I had seen that he's doing a lot of presentations, online presentations and discussions. And something that really I feel grateful is because many of these presentations are at public libraries. Yes, he is absolutely engaging with the library system and helping to promote the benefits of libraries. You know, I speak regularly with different people from the Broward County Library, uh, just spoke with your new director, Allison Grubbs, and we've talked a lot about how the library has had to evolve over time with technology. And as you mentioned Partially because of the pandemic, as unfortunate as it is, it's opened up this whole new world of opportunity where two years ago to bring Don Miguel to a library to speak, (laughs) you wouldn't have been able to do it. We couldn't have afforded it. Where would you put him up? The number of people who could come see him would be limited. This way, Mm -hmm. he's home wherever he happens to be, and Mm -hmm. he can be in his home. We can all be in our homes, and we can all participate, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's a new door. It's a new new window. It's a new opportunity. We have been offering online programming during the whole pandemic, and then we have seen our number of customers has increased, and we have people attending not only from Florida, but from other states and from outside the United States, too. I was conducting the Spanish Boot Club, and I had readers from Mexico, from Colombia. So this opportunity is really opening us to to a whole war. It's very exciting. And one of the things that makes it even more special is You don't have to be a Broward County Library member to pop onto Facebook Live. You don't. No registration. We hope hope that we all, because we have a digital library card that any person can access and any person can become a customer of Broward County Libraries. And I highly Um, recommend it. You know, I I do (laughs) all my reading digitally now and I am constantly on overdrive. Going through the catalog and borrowing books, and I've said many a time, one of the great benefits is that after my two-week loan has passed, 
you take the book right back from me and there are no overdue fees anymore. And I can just check it out again if I haven't finished it. Um, Yes, Uh, but we are planning to have a reward for our loyal customers. For the Broward County residents, we are planning to have some books that I will be giving out during the event. I have three copies of the book in English and three copies of the book in Spanish of each of the titles. And we are planning to give them out during the event to Broward County residents so they can come to the, you know, the nearest library to pick them up. That's wonderful. Now, in addition to this sort of kickoff to Hispanic Heritage Month, that's only the beginning. You've still got another 29 days after that to fill with events. Can you give us just an overview of some of what we can look forward to during Hispanic Heritage Month? Yes, yes. Each year, Americans observe National Hispanic Heritage Month from September 15 to October 15. And Broward County Library consistently have Hispanic Heritage Month celebration. So this year, we have some interesting programs. For those that are interested in genealogy, we are going to have an event that is called And Your Grandmother, Where Is She? Donde Está Tu Abuela? (laughs) (laughs) It's an introduction to Puerto Rican genealogy. Uh, There is going to be another celebration of Latin culture. This is going to be a virtual Hispanic event. And we are going to have a very interesting program with Jessica Collado, and it's called Same Yet Different, an in-depth look at the similarities and differences in Latin music. And for those interested in learning Spanish, we are going to be offering Spanish Café for beginners, and the classes will start on September 13th. All these events are advertised in the Broward County Library's webpage and in our calendar. We also have programs for children. We are going to have Take and Make Craft available at different libraries so families can stop by and get the materials and instructions and make them with the kids. It's going to be a wonderful lineup. I guess the easiest way to see the whole calendar of events is to go to the library website? Yes, the library's website, www.broward.org. Okay. And also we have the magazine with all the events that we will be offering in September. September is also National Library Card Sign Up Month. So we had different events and opportunities for our customers. So again, it's Broward.org slash library. So you will see Mm -hmm. right on the front page the link for the event with... Events. Events. Okay, events, and that'll give you the calendar. Mm -hmm. You can look through it. Choose what you want. And exactly. The calendar is very friendly. You can sell it by date. You can sell it by library location. So you can find what you have in your nearest library. It's a very, very comprehensive calendar of events. Okay. And again, September 16th with Don Miguel Ruiz in Spanish. September 17th in English, and undoubtedly he'll talk about both The Four Agreements and his newest series. The actor, el actor, and Eros. 
Okay. From his series, School of Mysteries. Right. 2 p.m. Facebook Live. For those events, customers do not need to register. You just need to go to the uh, Broward County Library's Facebook page and you will see the link there for the event. Okay. And Freda, you yourself will be moderating and I know it's going to be wonderful. I have that. Oh, no. <laughs> I will be moderating the conversation. I, I have been immersed in reading his books and preparing for these conversations. But it's like I have been preparing. I don't know. I feel I have been preparing for a long time for this moment in wow. my life. Oh, I just got mm-hmm. the chills. <laughs> yeah, things that are meant to be, you know, suddenly mm-hmm. everything comes together and synchronicity happens. And here you are talking to Don Miguel. So I will be there myself on Facebook Live. I will not miss this one. And I invite our audience to go to Broward.org slash library. There's Mm -hmm. so much beyond even this. But if you do only one thing to acknowledge Hispanic Heritage Month, join Facebook Live on the 16th or 17th for this event with Don Miguel Ruiz and Freda Mosquera with the Lauderdale Lakes branch of the Broward County Library, the community library manager. Thank you so much, Freda, for everything that you're doing and for bringing us this event. Thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you very much. It has been a pleasure. A pleasure for me too, Freda. And thank you to you, our listeners at easy93.com for joining us on Easy's Community Focus. If you have questions about today's program or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen at easy93.com. Join me again next Sunday at 6.50 for an all-new edition, and have a great day. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.